You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. All right, chime time. Here we go. Three, two, one. It's time now for the BitQL Boston Podcast. Let's run the slate with your host, Mike Mutnanski. All right, normally you don't tease in a podcast because you've already downloaded. You're going to listen anyway, so why do I have to tease? But... Chris Scheim just said off the air, there's a bet that DraftKings offers that can hit almost every day. So we will get to that coming up. Good morning, Chris Scheim. How are you? Good morning, Mutt. I'm wonderful. How are you today? Uh, doing good. Your Bruins are doing well. 6-1, and one, one of the best records in the NHL. Nice win last night. Holy smokes, this team is good. They were able to beat Jake Ottinger, uh, who had only allowed five goals in his last four games. He was 4-0. and oh. They got two against him and then an empty netter added on the third and got the W. Uh, that was an awesome game last night. Pasternak is red hot. This Bruins team is really good. I believe you pushed the under on this podcast yesterday, and four goals is less than six. I believe that's a winner for uh, that, of Pucks. That's a ding, 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 winner, winner, winner. And for a guy Ooh. who's been betting overs all the time, even on this podcast, uh, gave out a rare under, and we cashed with ease. You knew it right away. As soon as there was only one goal scored in the first period, I felt very comfortable uh, about the six throughout the game. Uh, nice call by you. We'll get to your uh, pick-to-click as far as this uh, DK Daily offering here in just a couple of minutes. Uh, Bruins off tonight. They will play... Uh, again on Thursday and then on Friday. Celtics off all the way until Friday after they coughed up a 19-point lead on Monday. As far as your Patriots go, I'm still seeing it basically very similar to yesterday, Shine, where there are some books that are standing steady at one and a half, and then a couple of places still want to stand tall with two and a half. But they are rare now and you look across the board. It's basically Patriots as a one and a half point favorite, a total hovering around 40 for uh, Pats and Jets on Sunday. Yeah, I think this line is right. Like, I... I don't have any confidence in the Patriots. I still don't have a lean on this game. I won't have a lean Same. until I know who the quarterback is. Um, and I'm just I'm going to stay away until then. Until I have more information, I have to stay away. Yeah, and so the, the fallout continues from what happened with the quarterbacks. Um, I think Mac Jones is going to start. Do you have a take on who do you think is going to start on Sunday, Sean? I think it should be Bailey Zappi. Yeah. Um, who do you think it's going to be? I, you know, you're, you're never going to say Mac Jones. Who do you think? Who do you think Bill is going to start in that game? Ooh, you think Zappy? I think Zappy. that. So okay. I, I've I think I've come to the conclusion that he wanted to start Zappy Monday night, but felt he needed to start Mac Jones, and that's why he yanked him so quickly. Why do you think he needed to start? So we agree it's a terrible decision. Well, like, no, I'll take. Why do you think he needed to start? This is interesting. I felt like it, it, either there was pressure from ownership or uh, he needed to. Uh, find out some like I don't know I feel like he felt pressured into starting Mac Jones whether it was from ownership or from some other uh, you know avenue maybe it was because you know wow. Mac was a first round draft pick or whatever it may be um, but I felt like Belichick felt like he had to start Mac Jones it's interesting as you said it's the first time I've thought about this but I do get the scent chime like you you're a zappy guy over Jones I think the players like Mac Jones I like the response I by the players post game and as you're saying he was forced to do it first time I've thought about this since the game I wonder if he knew his players are behind Mac and thought, well, I'm going to lose my team if I sit Mac during this game when he practiced all week. 
I had not thought about that. Yeah, that's Either, an interesting. Yeah. Because why would he? T- so uh, you're gonna hear this night at six. Why? Why would he? Why would he go out of his way to tell certain players outside the quarterbacks? Like it was pretty clear last night. Matthew Slater joined me. He knew what was happening. Matt, he didn't come out and say it, but he said, I'm going to keep my conversations with the coach private. Belichick said he told some team leaders and the quarterbacks. So why did he feel like he had to do that? Why was that important? Why did he tell everybody else? Because he didn't want to lose his team because the team's behind Mac. That's, I, 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 that's, that's just a random see- theory. I come up with 10:22 Eastern time on a rainy Wednesday morning. But it, it makes sense why he would have the quick hook and why he leaked out there. Uh, that both quarterbacks might play. This feels very huh. – uh, what huh. year What year was it that Belichick said um, – it was like the one of the Randy Moss years where, like, the team just wasn't in it or something, like, mentally. I could, can't get this team to do what I want it to do was the, the Saints season. I, it's on the sideline against the Saints. I, I feel like this is going to be a similar spot where he wants to go zappy. He feels like the better option right now is zappy. Maybe also in part because Matt Patricia and Joe Judge are telling him the that better is option is zappy. That is happening. That, I, I agree with that. I, I think that's a portion of it. And so I think he is is now conflicted because I think his t- like you said, I think the players hmm. all really like Mac and but he feels like like he has to be going with zappy here and so he is at a crossroads. And so this is I, I am almost, I am almost more certain now than I was preseason that this is kind of going to be a lost year for your New England Patriots. Yeah, it's starting to feel like that. Um, and to that end, the the, the back stuff is great. Uh, I saw a headline today. I didn't hear it, so I apologize. But I saw a headline, and this back stuff will do it to people. Where Wiggy wants to bring Tom Brady back, uh, apparently on the Greg Hill Show today. So this is. This will be a fun week, Shime. Uh, whether you like the Patriots or you're not really a Patriots fan and listening somewhere, for the betting aspect of it, again, I'm with Shime on the gambling. I can't push, I can't push a total. I can't push game yet um, on Pats and Jets. It's just nope. not. There's too much unknown now. To that end, so you think it's going to be Zappy and it should be Zappy. I'm not sure. I think it's going to be Mac Jones, and I think it should be Mac Jones. Do we get from Bill today or tomorrow? X is my starter. He's my guy this week. That's what I'm doing. I don't think today. I think there's uh, there's a chance tomorrow. I think he's going to take another day to mull things over. I think that's why they didn't have practice yesterday either, did they? Well, they uh, mandatory off days Tuesday in the NFL. Oh, no, okay. Like so, that's why Bailey Zappi calling at two forty five. Matthew Slater like called from his house. Like these guys were not. They gotcha. weren't at the facility yesterday, so they're back in the facility today, and they got to combine two things, right? They have to watch the film and they have to add their first prep day for the Jets. So they are back in the building today, I believe. I wouldn't be shocked if he wants to talk to leadership of the team again, his captains, guys like Matthew Slater, um, kind of get a temperature on on their feeling and where they're at, and then maybe tomorrow announce the starter. I could see that. So if it's not today or tomorrow, so do do you think he will do that? I'm going to say get yes. it before. Okay, I, I'm going to say I, I'm going to say I I I cannot envision he will be waffling all week. So we had Dante Scarnecchia on today. Scar, he, Scar's the best. I friggin' love that guy. And he even said he's like, no, we always have, and you should always pick a guy and ride him until the wheels fall off, one way or another. Regardless of what your choice is, you have to pick a guy. You have to commit. And I think Belichick is is starting to realize that. And tomorrow will be the day where he will officially commit, one way or another. I think so, too. I think so, too. Andy Hart's going to be there reporting all day. He'll be on Gresham Keefe at some point this afternoon. He'll be on with me for a couple hours tonight. So uh, it feels like a pretty noteworthy day uh, for the team. Now, you said like a lost season. 
Well, you and I both thought there weren't a playoff team coming into the year. I still thought there was a chance to, to have a successful year by sort of sorting out the quarterback, and that's now in flux. Let's go back to what most fans care about, Shime, I think, um, and that is does your team make the playoffs? Like, I, I, Would you agree that if you're a fan of a team, like you're not like us, people bet the under on them, whatever, or looking at the quarterbacks. Like Most fans say, hey, did my team make the playoffs? That's my successful year, if they did. Yep. Yeah, that, that, that would generally be how a fan would evaluate it. So at 3-4 and four right now, the Patriots are 10th place in the AFC. So they're not in a very good spot. They have a bunch of teams in front of them, including a team that will play this week, the Jets. Um, the New York Times has uh, something called an NFL playoff simulator where you can go through the remaining games for a team, you pick a winner, and it changes the playoff percentages based on 51,000 simulations. Like This has become very popular in our society, whether you're talking about simulations on polling results, simulations on sports. Like A lot of these modelings, uh, modeling companies, they model results, and they bet off that. A lot of people that we're betting against, against Vegas, like they, this is how they do it. They model it. They, they build systems. They simulate it a million times and go, well... The simulation says this underdog wins X percent of time. They're getting these points. They're worth betting. I don't do that yet. I'm not ruling that out in the future because it feels like we're heading in that direction as far as sports betting goes. But the New York Times does it for you. So I told you yesterday and I told uh, Kyrie Thompson last night, I feel like this is almost a must-win game for the Patriots on Sunday against the Jets. Mm -hmm. Um, I thought that before I pulled this up. Now, they currently have a 27% chance to get the uh, to be a playoff team right now, according to the New York Times, at least right now before this game on Sunday. Uh, they have a 1% chance at the bye week. <laughs> they have a 4% chance to host a wild card. They have a 23% chance to be a wild card team. 73% of the times in their simulations right now, the Patriots miss the playoffs based on their power rankings and where they rank the other teams they're playing against. That makes sense? Yes. Chris, All yes, that stuff? Does. Okay. So... Uh, do you like the Patriots? If you had just guess straight up, forget the spread for a second. Money line bet at the Jets on Sunday. You like the Patriots or Jets? You make the call. Um, I'm going to go Patriots. All right, Patriots win the game. Their playoff chance goes from 27% all the way up to 41%. Okay. Uh, let's play it forward. How about the following week against the Colts? I'm going to go win. The Colts are in disarray. I agree. Sam Ellinger, okay, win there. All right, so now we've gone to back-to-back wins. All of a sudden, you're back to a coin flip to be a playoff team. Uh, Jets after the bye week. That one, I'm going to take the Jets. Patriots have been bad at home. Okay, so we knocked that down. That's going to be a major hit. They go right back down to the 28%. So it shows you how important these three games are. Let's, wow, walk, okay. let's, let, let's walk this late here, Shine. Uh, Patriots at the Vikings. Vikings. Patriots hosting the uh, Bills. Bills. Patriots at the Cardinals, primetime. Mm, I'll go Pats. Uh, Patriots at the Raiders, also primetime. Uh, give me the Raiders. You've, you've now knocked the Patriots down to a 5% chance to make the playoffs. Uh, Bengals, Christmas Eve-ish yeah, at home. Joe Burrow's going to throw for 500 yards. Okay, and that would do it. I believe that would knock them down to 1% chance. Uh, Pats and Dolphins for a second time. Uh, sure, give it to July. the Pats. Uh, and then Patriots at Bills. See ya. <laughs> Let's say the Bills rest their starters. They've sure. The okay, seat. the Patriots win. I'll give the Patriots a chance. Uh, then they they've then they have a three percent chance to get in. So it all starts at that game. So I'll go back. I'm gonna I'm gonna refresh this. 
These so you Jets got, you games got, are vitally important, is what yeah, I'm realizing. Yeah, exactly. And so to your, to, so you went from the Patriots being basically a 26 percent chance right now to get in uh, before this game on Sunday. You bumped them up to a 41 percent chance, or basically a 50 percent chance by winning the next two games. They get a 50 percent chance of now going to the playoffs. Okay. Mm-hmm. If let's say they they split the next two games, they lose the Jets. It goes down under 20%, but they come back and beat the Colts. It's still just around 20%. That's how big this Jets game is, Shime. Like, it's just unbelievable with the, because they're ahead of you in the standings. Yeah. And you have limited games left to pass those teams in the standings. So when I say it's a must win, I'm saying that as like a dumb guy on my couch watching football, like, oh, this is a must win. The numbers are backing it up. If you want to be in the playoffs this year, you got to sweep these next three games. And I think it's very unlikely for the Patriots. They're going to sweep the next three. I, there's, a, there's a loss somewhere in there. I don't think as bad as Zach Wilson is, I still don't think they're going to sweep the Jets in these next two out of three. That defense is so good. Like, the, you yeah. and the Jets are so similar right now. It's just you run the football and you play good defense. And I just think outright the Jets' defense is just better than yours. They've proven that they're better than yours, I think. I mean, they're a top 10, they're a top 7 defense in football. They get a better pass rush. They're better in the secondary. Sauce Gardner is better than any defensive back you have on this team. Like, I, I just, I, I understand that, it, you know, there's always the Bill Belichick coaching mismatch. And Zach Wilson. Take it's the Zach Wilson thing, right? Like, yeah. so Justin Fields also a second-year quarterback, but he's mobile, and Bill's had problems with mobile quarterbacks. Zach Wilson feels like somebody that Bill should Absolutely car murder. Up. Yeah. yeah and, and, well, so yeah. In the, not that fantasy points is a great reference, but just so you okay. have an idea, uh, like, last, like the last two times Zach Wilson has faced Belichick, combined he has, like, less than five total fantasy points. I'm pretty Oof. sure he had negative two in one appearance and then four in another. So, like, Bill Belichick owns Zach Wilson, but in my opinion, I just don't think either team is good enough on offense to say that the Patriots are demonstrably better. And and then the defense is I just I think the Jets are better than you. Yeah, it feels like that. And again, I, I'm interested to see as annoyed as Matthew Slater sounded last night about this whole the loss and the quarterback thing. Like, how does this team come out of it? You, know, you met with team leaders. Shime, to your point, this is really interesting spot. So I, I bring that up because like this is a huge swing game for them. Mm-hmm. Like, if they win this game uh, and they beat the Colts and the Colts, you know, with with Ellinger, I think that I. I they, I can't say they should win that game because the Patriots, unfortunately, are one of these teams now that can win or lose literally every game. They're in that that disgusting yep. middle portion of the, the NFL season. Yeah. You're not, you're not going to get the Patriots with a realistic chance to get to the playoffs at better odds than you get them right now. They are three to one to be a playoff team. You know, they were just over one fifty or plus one eighty to start the year. They are three to one right now to be in the playoffs, minus four hundred not to make the playoffs. I don't think they're going to make it. But I do this exercise to show you how important this game is. And if you want to jump aboard where they have actually a realistic chance, like the odds are going to go up. They lose against the 100%. Jets, the Colts. The odds are going way up, but their percentage is also going to go way down. So as far as betting them now to get in and thinking they're going to go on a run and still having them with a realistic shot to get in pre-Jets game, this is the time to bet the Patriots at 3-1. to one. Does that make any sense? 100% it does. Okay. I think it makes right. perfect sense. And again, I'm not betting it. But I thought it was interesting because there's no games on tonight, so I wanted to kind of think of something else we could talk about. And this is sort of pointing me to if you do think the Patriots are about to get hot, this is the window to bet for the next three or four days at 3-1. to one. Yeah, so so, uh, so you bring up this uh, the, the make the playoffs uh, bet. Sure. Uh, can, I, can I pivot away from the Patriots just for a moment and talk to you about a bet I made on a team to not make the playoffs uh, sure. that I think is excellent value right now? Um, 
I so I, yesterday I actually played the LA Rams to not make the playoffs at minus one fifteen. Really? Yeah. I this team is awful. Like Mutt, I'm. I've I don't think I have seen an offense this inept, um, and yet still be favored in games and touted by people uh, in my lifetime. Like this this offense is unable to run the football at all. The offensive line is all kinds of banged up and a total mess. Their only form of offense in any way, shape, or form right now is Cooper Cup. And so, like, even if you were to add Odell Beckham Jr. to this, I don't. I think Matt Stafford is losing it. Uh, this team is in complete disarray, and they could begin a tailspin like you read about. Um, all of those draft picks that they traded, their inability to 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 add in other ways, um, except through trade, because they traded all those draft picks, I think is starting to show itself. And um, so I am I am now invested on Rams to not make the playoffs at minus one fifteen. See what's interesting? Uh, there so right now they're a coin flip. They're at forty eight percent to get in right now, according to the Times. Um, they they don't have an easy schedule. You know, nope. They still have the they have exactly. the Niners this week. They have the bu- at the Bucks after that the rematch of the title game. I, I don't I know people are down on Tampa right now, but I was reading this morning about the, the Tom Brady numbers. They're not terrible. The drops have really hurt them. That Evans yes. drop was just I mean, comically he's eight bad. Touchdowns and one he's thrown one interception and yeah. this, this team has lost four games. Like Andy Hart wants to shit all over Tom Brady. Like it's not it's he's this not, is not he's, Brady's fault. He's had some issues. Yep. He looks he looks gaunt in these press conferences. This is not like it's a I think it's a Rogers issue in Green Bay. 100% I don't think it's agree I don't think it's a Brady issue. Like yep. I, I, I I did this on the show the other night. A Brady Rogers and Garoppolo. So of the Rams, the 49ers and the Packers, the team I most believe in because they were three of the four favorites with the Rams to go to the, the final four in the NFC. I most believe in Brady still. Call yep. me a Brady fanboy, but I believe in that team. I believe in his talent and the guys around him. Uh, I don't believe in the other two right now. So to your point, 49ers at the Bucks, at the Chiefs in five weeks from now, Raiders at the Packers, and then Chargers, Seahawks to end the year. I guess they could sweep the Seahawks. Smokes. But that's not an easy schedule, Shime. So I don't... And, and sweeping the Seahawks, by the way, not an easy task. The Seahawks are in first place in your division. Like it's uh, that's that to me is even still a tall task. Like I I just I don't see an avenue by which the LA Rams make the playoffs at all. Yeah, so that was what minus one fifteen. Yeah. Huh. You're not going to get better value on that team right now, or, or at any other point during the season, uh, than you are right now. Like that is that number is only going to get bigger. Yeah. What is the uh, now that you brought them up? Oh, Seattle's not a great. So they 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 you know Seattle to make the playoffs is plus two twenty five to miss is minus two eighty. So they 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 recognize that they're they're holding there at the top of the position the, the division is a little fragile right now because we get oh, by the way forty nine ers against the Rams this week. I think we'll get the full debut of CMC. Like right? Don't yep. we get full CMC? Like well, and so Kyle and Shanahan and historically dominates Sean McVay. Yeah, in the I, I, I mean I I I I'm pretty confident they'll have a forty nine ers pick. On our podcast Friday, like I, I death taxes and bet and bet against you know uh, you know the Rams and Kyle Shanahan plays them. Yep, like I, I made a lot like, of money on that. Over to the me, years. it's I don't think Vegas is paying enough respect to the to some of the NFC West. Interesting, right? Because so the Rams are still plus one eighty to win the division. Uh, the Seahawks are plus five fifty. The Seahawks have a full game on the LA Rams, and they're plus five. 50. I got to tell you, I know you believe in the Rams. They're a fun team to bet. You, you catch them this weekend. A Seahawks, I'm sorry. I I, I love them too. Like, I, I've already drafted a few Geno teams and underdog for this week. 
Uh, I'm not sure I really believe in them. No, I, I, I'm sorry. I, and I don't. I'm not like. I, and don't get me wrong. This is not me trying to tout the the Seahawks at this point. It's me more so besmirching the Rams. Yeah. Like I far more believe in the Seahawks though than I do the Rams right now. The Rams have shown me absolutely nothing to this point in the season to say that they are going to be able to compete at the highest levels at any point in time because their offense is inept outside of Cooper Cup, literally and physically inept across the board. Yeah. Like, and, and then their defense has not been good either. And so, uh, to be honest, like, it, the disrespect that you're putting on the Seahawks compared to the Rams to me is is the, the, the issue. I still agree with you. I think the 49ers probably end up winning this division. Um, but just the, comparatively, like with the Rams, the the, the money that it – it costs to have them not make the playoffs to me is an absolute bargain, an absolute steal. It's a fun thought uh, process here, fun thought exercise. Middle of the week, NFL. You got Rams. I've got the uh, Bucks and Ravens tomorrow. It should be a fun Thursday night game. Uh, but it's a it's a good thing to sort of look through at this point in the year, about the halfway point. Um, and I hadn't thought about that with the NFC West. Uh, I still don't trust Jimmy. I mean, watching the highlights again last night, yeah, of him take the safety and throw the pick in the end zone, like. I I get why they went for Trey Lance. Like, they probably should have drafted Mack. He might have been a better fit than Trey Lance in that offense, but uh, I totally get it. So, Rams missed the playoffs, minus 115, and the other push here we're making is if you like the Patriots to make a run, this is the time to grab them at 3-1. to one. Uh, We said to start the podcast today. Chris Scheim off the air said, there's a bet DK is offering that I think can be hit every day. So, I'm going to get out of the way, Chris Scheim. The people are waiting for this. We like money. We like automatic money every single day. Um, so you explain how we're going to make this work for us here on the BetQL Boston podcast. So uh, if you're if you're betting with DraftKings, whether it's in Connecticut or the great state of New Hampshire or New York, um, they daily have been offering a uh, total goals scored in the NHL uh, prop, and you can bet the over or the under. Last night I did just that. I've done it now three times. I am two and one. Uh, the only the only day I got wrong was opening night. Um, the under to me. It just screams, screams at you. They are, they're, they're averaging it out. So last night there were ten games being played. They set the over under on goals scored on the day at sixty seven and a half. They're basically telling you that every game is going to have seven goals scored in it. And so if you have just a couple of the games, like the Bruins game, where it's three to one and 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 not you know four to three or five to two, you're going to cash every single time. You had the Colorado-New York game that went to a shootout. That finished 3-2. to two. You have the Minnesota-Montreal game that finished 3-1. to one. Like, there were so many. And, and so this came way under last night. Didn't even come close to 67 and a half. Um, and, and now this is the second time that I've hit on the under. It's just I, uh, I feel like it's, it's excellent value. So for those of you who, okay. who like to toss bets in just about every single day, uh, the line is not up for today yet. There's only three NHL games tonight. So where do you find it, though, Sean? So when, when you so go, I'm on, an, I'm on an NHL right now because I want to bookmark this for when I when so I. So when you go to NHL, it's it's generally under a tab of daily specials. It's not listed right now. Um, they, it, I don't think it comes out until you probably uh, the, broke them. No, you broke the model. They realized <laughs> that you you bankrupt DraftKings. Yeah. Oh yeah. Shine wins. Uh, Shine wins. I, I don't think the number comes out until the middle of the afternoon. Um, okay. Because then that's when they get a lot of the starting goalies and stuff. It's like so that, annoying. So. Shine again. Think of what you're saying right now. Though, so I have to play. We, I can't legally bet that. I have to drive out of state. I work at night. I can't I, place this bet physically. I I understand you can't. But Pat, no, maybe Chime, a lot of our listeners get can. betting pass in the state. Well, I blame yeah, that, you now. 100%. It's your fault. That's not my fault. I want the betting to be. Dra- 
dragging your feet too. on this. Oh, I'm not dragging my feet on nothing. I've been. I I want betting in the state. Representative too. Chris. Representative Chris Scheim says no sports betting. He doesn't want it. I was. My girlfriend and I were in front of the market basket right there in Nashua last night. We we're gonna pick some stuff up from dinner. We we're gonna play some bets. You want to know what I did? I I hammered the uh, the under in the Bruins game. We nailed that. I hammered the Bruins in regulation at even money. Hammered that, and then uh, and then hammered the under on the total goal scored in the day. And I I came out. Looking like a bandit with the with the amount of money I stuck in my pockets this morning. So, um, <sighs> so it's I think it's a great opportunity um, until they start bringing that number drastically down, where it's closer to six goals a game on average that they're using as a as a metric. That's when it becomes a little bit more difficult. But for now, when they're keeping it so close to basically seven goals a game, uh, the under is just such a valuable play. All right, and what's it? So it's under NHL. Scroll to the right. Is it d- daily under specials. daily specials? Yep. Okay. Is it called something under that, like total uh, goals? Or it something? will be the only thing in daily specials. Normally, it has been like the only thing in daily specials. Every time I look, that's really interesting. All right, I look forward to checking that out. It's a good way to dip my toe into betting uh, the NHL. Uh, we're actually have an NHL. I want to say I want to say betting expert, but NBC Sports Edge, their NHL handicapper, Matt Berninger is going to join me Friday on the show. Uh, he does picks every day for them. So he's like you. Like I, I know a couple of, of hockey handicappers who actually show a profit and know what the hell they're doing, uh, and you're one of the two. So I look forward Woo. to talking to Bernie on Monday night on Friday at 820. I'll get his thoughts on that and a couple NFL picks uh, for the weekend. You can subscribe, rate, and review to the podcast. a huge help to us. We thank you for listening. There are a million betting podcasts out there. Uh, this one is about 15, 20 minutes a day, if that, uh, five, six days a week, and uh, try to have some fun with it, get, get good ideas and hang out with us. Uh, your thoughts always welcome after you subscribe, rate, and review at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or the Odyssey app. You can follow us on Twitter at BetQL Boston. Um, looking ahead here, Sean, we have a Thursday night football podcast tomorrow. Yep. For Ravens and, and Bucks, which that'll, is actually be a good one. It's a legit Thursday game, right? Yes. We're not mad about that. No, not at all. We will have our Friday podcast for uh, NFL picks. We will have our Saturday podcast for props. Is that what you're thinking about the next three days? Does that, that work? That, Any issues in your scheduling for that? Uh, no. The, all of those sound perfect to me. Yeah, I think it'll be I, – I can probably do uh, 11 a.m. on Saturday morning. Again, okay. same time as we did this week. Does that well, work for you? So just because it was good luck, do we want to just do a Saturday bonanza uh, instead of doing picks on Friday where we do picks and props on Saturday live on Twitch? Or would you rather keep it that we do picks on Friday, props on Saturday? Um, because we did go five and one as a podcast this past week with uh, all the information we were able to gather between Friday and Saturday. I think that'll probably work if you want to do that. We'll 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 figure it out. We'll definitely have a podcast tomorrow. Definitely Saturday. We'll decide uh, on at some point between now and then. You want to go Friday and Saturday, or you want to split that up, or do one big mega. 40-minute picks and props podcast. If you if you have an opinion on that, you can certainly weigh in at BetQL Boston on Twitter. BetQL Boston on Twitter. I'm sure Scotty Mack will have an opinion on that at some point later on today. Uh, Shime, I'm annoyed now that I can't make this NHL bet. <laughs> I'm going to go write my congressperson and my state reps and tell them they're idiots for not legalizing sports betting. But, oh, speaking of, as we get out on a positive note, <clears throat> another big meeting scheduled tomorrow for the Mass Gaming Commission. Oh, boy. Uh, two things I know. One reported today that DraftKings is going to argue they don't want the staggered uh, retail open first, then online second. They want everybody open at once, which might push some things back because DraftKings has a lot of sway. We'll see what happens there. Uh, and I'm hearing the timeline might be discussed tomorrow and might have to revamp the timeline. If you missed it, they already pushed it back. 
They already said retail is going to be later in 2023 and mobile is not until March Madness, and they think that might be too aggressive, Shime. We this might be looking at late spring, early summer for mobile. I'm not, I'm not reporting that. I am not Ben Volan. I am hearing that there are people that think in, on, the, on the lawmaker side, the timeline is too aggressive. We've got to back it, this thing up. How does it take eight or nine months to get this thing up and running? Eight or nine months. Just telling you what I heard. It took Just the state of Kansas 81 days. 81. That's two and a half months. And we're gonna we're talking eight to nine months. I oh god, what have we done? Yep, it's about right. All right, well I, we do, we got a, we got a new hockey bet from Shine, but we end on kind of a negative note. But I'm in a good mood today. <laughs> I I'm in too. a good mood. We got quarterback talk all week. A good Thursday night game. Can't wait. Uh, Chris Shine, as always, excellent job by you. We'll talk tomorrow morning at ten ten. Thank you, buddy. Can't wait. Matsya.